When reporter Penny Durham was at GP19, she spoke to Dr Chris Bolland from BMP Healthcare Consulting on maintaining a good practice culture, trusting your team, and avoiding burnout in a volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous job. Dr Bolland himself experienced burnout as a very young GP who was suddenly made managing partner. He took some time out, and now, as well as working as a GP, he runs a consultancy that helps GPs find joy in their work while improving patient outcomes. Well, I'm here at GP19 with Dr. Chris Bollin. Would you like to introduce yourself, Dr. Bollin? Oh, hi, I'm a GP at Oakden Medical Centre in Adelaide, and uh, three days a week there, passionate about better care of older people. But in my spare time, I also run a small healthcare management consulting business, helping doctors around Australia uh, lead their practices to more sustainable and better care. So it's the real dilemma we face as GPs in Australia uh, that we are overwhelmed with workload. And uh, we need to really understand how we can actually change the demands on our practice so that we can actually be our best selves. And you talked about something called VUCA. Uh, VUCA sounds like something you might want to refer on to a dermatologist or maybe a podiatrist, but that's not what it is, is it? Could you tell me what VUCA is and what is its relevance in general practice and how it relates to leadership? Well, VUCA is a term that was actually coined in the U.S. military. To really think about, in the uh, in the battlefield, we have the volatility uh, of what's happening around us. We have the uh, uncertainty of what's going to happen next, the complexity of a situation, and we have the ambiguity of all the mixed messages. Now, that was, so in business terms, that's now being widely used. But I look at it as something that actually says, this is a typical day for a GP. We have the volatility of um, we're, we're political pawns when it comes to uh, healthcare. We have the uncertainty of our presentation. So we are the masters and mistresses of uncertainty. That's what FRACGP is about. We deal with uncertainty with our patients. Um, we've got complexity. The complexity of care that we as GPs have to provide for our community is just overwhelming right now. Prevention, early intervention, as well as acute care, mental health, physical health, and everything in between. So that's a really complex world. And uh, you know, our single disease, single organ specialist colleagues just can't cope with that. So we are good at that, uh, but we need a great team around us. And we need a good system to actually deliver that great care in. The ambiguity part from VUCA comes from our friends at Medicare, that basically you can't get the right answers about how you actually bill certain items. They change uh, in all the time about how you interpret Medicare. And so, again, how does a GP ever keep up, let alone the scientific knowledge, let alone how our billing and the system around us works, who are our referral options, and patient expectations. All of that is ambiguous. So it's a really, really tough area. And so most of us as GPs are working, you know, trying to work really hard in a VUCA environment. What's the human emotion that comes out of that? Anxiety, fear. And what happens when we're anxious and fearful? We're not our best selves. We can't deliver the fantastic care. We then tend to learn less. We tend to disengage. So it's a major issue within our profession currently. But from a leadership perspective, understanding that's what's actually happening helps us help our people in our teams. And that's where we've got to stand up as leaders. Mm. So all the, the stress and anxiety around VUCA, that's volatility, uncertainty, complexity and ambiguity, needs to be acknowledged first before it can be addressed. And working in a team is something that can alleviate all of that. Well, certainly working in a team helps share the load. 
Um, you know, as I said before, so we ha- we're overwhelmed with the type of work we've got to actually do. And we've got to actually say as GPs, sometimes we don't need to do it all, but we need to actually be able to say, how can we delegate within a team? Who can we trust? Because that's a critical part. The patient-doctor relationship is about trust, but very much if we're going to get great teams to work uh, to deliver care that we're involved with, trust has to be created. And that's actually about having psychological safety, interacting with our team members, listening to their cares, their concerns as leaders. How do we set up a practice to make sure that uh, it is a safe place for them to come to work, they feel respected, they can actually you know, speak up about things they're concerned about, but also speak up about things they see as what can we do to improve care here and great ideas? Because some practices, unfortunately, have a culture of uh, command and control where people are not allowed to speak up. You know, if you're not a doctor, well, then you actually have no say in what happens in, in the practice. So all of that then stifles innovation and it stifles people's wellness. And so that then is a really important part. If you're going to engage people in your practice, they need to be happy, well, feel as though they can actually say something. If they work in an environment where none of that happens, they'll just sit in their bunker, do stuff which may not actually have any purpose to them or and be on the fast track to burnout. Which we know 50% of Australia's GPs are currently on the cusp of burnout. And why? Because they work in practices where they are overwhelmed, there's no leadership, there's no clear sense of purpose, and there's no sense that we're actually in this together. There are lots of individuals trying really hard for too long at something they shouldn't be doing alone. That's burnout. And you were talking about how happiness is important throughout a practice, not just the GPs, but everyone from the front desk needs to be happy. Um, They need to feel like it's a good day when they're going to work, not a bad day. And uh, how do you go about improving the morale of staff and improving the culture of the practice? Well, the culture starts at the top. And uh, certainly if uh, uh, the principles of the practice are not spending time working on the business, and it's just spend all their time seeing patients working in the business, worrying about costs and actually how many patients can be seen, they will not be taking notice of the needs of their people. So they need to spend time one-on-one with uh, the people in their practice, from the front desk to the doctors, the nurses, practice manager, listening to their concerns and actually scheduling one-on-one time every six uh, to 12 weeks, ensuring there is a continuous relationship with their staff, not just at a practice meeting that happens occasionally, but saying, you know what, we care for you, we've got to actually invest some time. And so that starts actually hearing what's happening in your day to actually be able to be your best you, what's getting in the way of delivering the job that you want to be doing, either as a doctor, nurse, front desk. Because many of us actually have that dilemma, but no one has ever given us time or space to actually find out what can we do in that practice to deliver that. And so if I'm only if I'm having a two-star day as a GP, my patient can never have a five-star experience. So it's a it's a really fundamental approach to actually if we're gonna if we want better patient experiences, because we know patient experience is linked to better patient outcomes. Better patient experience is also linked to better business outcomes. So it all starts with how do we actually invest time and effort in helping our team have a better day at work to actually move them from a two-star day to a five-star day. And where can people find you if they want to get more of this kind of advice? Uh, We've got a website, uh, uh, bmpconsulting.com.au. Uh, and I'm on LinkedIn, so happy to hear from people that are interested in uh, further discussions. 
Dr. Chris Bolland, thanks very much. Thanks, Benny. Thank you.